Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. dinner this is jeff and kelly last month was jean-claude van damme month mm-hmm. and it was uh exactly what you would expect it to be yes it was very <laughs> jean-claude <laughs> um so for this month uh we were kind of debating what exactly we wanted to do and we kind of got into the mindset of like let's go to the other side of the spectrum, mm-hmm. you know, of movies. And uh, there was a brief moment of time where it was like, okay, well, who's the opposite of Jean-Claude Van Damme? And we almost settled on Julia Roberts, yeah. <laughs> which I feel is a pretty apt comparison in terms of like the, the cross section of audiences yeah. for those two movies do not intersect. No. Only thing was that we had just recently done a romantic comedy month mm-hmm. and not to downplay, you know, the fact that she definitely has roles in other kinds of movies a lot of her most famous roles yes. are romantic comedy movies. Yes. So instead, we chose to do Kids Movie Month. Yes. And we had kind of uh, <laughs> like decided that it was going to be like specific to live action mm-hmm. instead of animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this movie that I truthfully didn't know that much about, despite it coming out like right in the time frame of kids movies yeah. for me to watch as a kid, it never actually crossed my path. And I only knew of it from like the video game that was made out of it and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so I hadn't really seen it before. And I knew that it was like, yeah, it's like part live action but there's like animated stuff in it i forget exactly how it rolls Mm -hmm. um so it's a little bit of a surprise how much of this movie uh was indeed animated yeah (laughs) so it's kind of uh kind of breaking our own rule of the month on the first one of the month but it's Mm -hmm. like okay whatever who cares uh (laughs) so we may as well jump into the movie for this week which is the 1994 American live action slash animated, should have read that, slash animated fantasy adventure film, The Page Master, starring Macaulay Culkin, Christopher Lloyd, mm-hmm. and Ed Begley Jr., mm-hmm. ever so briefly, Leonard Nimoy, Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg. Like, mm-hmm. what in the hell? Yeah. I had no idea. Me neither. Like, I mean, I knew nothing about this movie <laughs> other than it had Macaulay Culkin and had something to do with books because <laughs> that's the DVD cover. Yeah. And uh, what's hysterical about it, too, like, obviously, we're going to get into it a little bit more in depth. Uh, the IMDb description for the movie is such. 
a cowardly boy who buries himself in accident statistics enters a library to escape a storm only to be transformed into an animated illustration by the page master. He has to work through obstacles from classic books to return to real life. Yep, there it is. There's the movie. Yep. You can go home, folks. Yep. Literally. This is uh, <laughs> not a great movie. No. It does not have much to it. Nope. Uh, despite having a cast of like relative stars for the time, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, and despite, and this is like the most heartbreaking part, like despite having a wonderful core message. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't necessarily need this kind of movie as a kid. I was already kind of a bookworm kid. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I was reading books all the time anyway. And this movie seemed like, uh. Wow. Like a movie I should have probably watched. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't what I was getting at. I wasn't like putting you on blast. <laughs> no, I'm putting myself on blast. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the sort of like basic level of it, like it says like how he's a total coward of a mm -hmm. child. Uh, one of my first notes was just like, how does a child get like this? Seriously? There must be something more to this because it's not just... Mm -hmm. like my own fear of heights yeah. or spiders yeah it was like this kid refused to do anything ever mm -hmm. because of the statistical possibilities that doing any of these things yeah could possibly result in not even in death but just injury yep like the, he's afraid of even simple injury yeah and like, it, you're a young boy. Like, <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll bounce a, back. Just a kid. Like, you look like a, a healthy <laughs> child. Mm -hmm. Just go out and play. Have yeah. fun. It's not going to be that big of a deal, kid. Yeah. <laughs> you'll and be like, fine. Yeah, and the way that his his parents are just sort of like, oh, jeez. Like, I just want him to be able to go out and mm -hmm. play and be a normal kid and all that. Yeah. And it really, like, obviously the point of the movie is for him to go on this adventure and learn courage and all that shit. Mm -hmm. But just the fact that there's never even a, a mention of the idea of, like, maybe we should see someone. Yeah. Like, maybe it's a disorder. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible that he is showing signs of, like, obsessive compulsive disorder or just simply being a, like, hypochondriac or mm -hmm. something like that. And the parents are just like, ah, shucks. I wish there was something we could do. I wish he was. I just wish he was a normal boy. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like, well, you could help. Yeah. Uh, other than just being like, get up in this treehouse that mm. you're scared of. And mm. then when he doesn't, being like, disappointed face. <laughs> like, oh, that's not going to scar him, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're such a not normal child. Why won't you just normal child yeah. <laughs> and like uh, that's being a little unfair to ed begley jr's dad because he is like he says several times like i love my son like mm -hmm. i do but it's it's just a case of like yeah but that gets said a lot by people who wind up not doing anything mm -hmm. <laughs> about something that their child desperately needed yeah and it was like I, I loved him so much i just never thought to do a normal thing that you would yeah. do to help somebody yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just did all the only things that i thought of mm -hmm. and then when they didn't work i was like oh well i guess he's doomed <laughs> yeah nothing's gonna work <laughs> yeah exactly no one else in the world could possibly know anything else mm-hmm and I loved his uh, total Harry Potter glasses, which mm -hmm. I thought was hysterical because I was like, this is uh, maybe one or two years before the first book comes out in England. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, yeah, so yeah. It's, and it's not like no kid has ever worn circle glasses and the history of fantasy. But it just really, it was like, oh, wow, that's probably a, oh, no, that's not a Harry Potter reference. <laughs> it can't be. Yeah. <laughs> it literally can't be. Uh, but I, I, I dug it, and it's definitely like, yeah, it makes you look dorky yeah. no matter what. Yeah, Harry Potter was a page master <laughs> reference. I mean, yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, and then I love the fact that, like, the, <laughs> I mean, I loved it in the sense of, like, oh, my God. You know, like, it was actually terrible. But when when his dad's making the fucking treehouse and he's like, hey, lift those nails up to me in that bucket. Mm -hmm. And he so he lifts it up and gets distracted. Yeah. And then drops the nail bucket on his dad's head. Mm -hmm. And it like knocks him. Doesn't it knock him out of the treehouse, too? Like it's well, this whole big he, thing. He like, yeah, starts falling and like grabs himself on the ladder and then like flips forward with the ladder like on top <laughs> of him. So he lands flat on his back. Yeah, and then the kid being like, the statistics, Dad. And he's like, that was you. Yeah. That was not statistics. Do not blame statistics for this. Yeah. Like, you did that to him. And obviously, yeah, like, the, the whole course of the movie is that he is going to learn courage and stop being such a wiener. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, it's just like, I get the, the concept <laughs> of the, like, kid who's a coward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just like this movie goes so far yeah. in showing that where it's like this kid, like, how he's, old is he? And he's able to memorize all of these, like, really complicated statistics for everything in the world. Mm -hmm. And he just has it in his brain ready to go. Like, that's not a sign that something's going on with yeah. your kid. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's my just, God. That's just more than, like normal childhood fears like afraid of the dark or yeah the or bugs or, or whatever yeah. yeah it's 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 a compulsion mm -hmm. you know and also uh the uh uh caution signs around his room that he made himself mm -hmm. where he put high voltage next to the like just the outlet and it's like that's not what that is yeah that's regular voltage. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not some sort of dangerous thing. Yeah, like it is. Like you shouldn't, like obviously, yeah, don't jam a fork in it. But like it's yeah. not an inherently like, oh, God, don't look at it. Yeah. Danger. Like, like you can, like if you brush it with your leg in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. night, you're not yeah, yeah, going to like yeah. explode or get electrocuted or anything. Exactly. Like, like it seems like he is, he is like way beyond any actual rational sense of fear. Mm-hmm. And nobody seems to to care about that. Yeah, it's the 90s. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. It's just like, just be a normal kid. Mm -hmm. And he's got that awful super safety bike that he takes. Oh, my God. That thing was so annoying. It was so dorky. Oh, it's just like so unfortunately dorky. And the fact that like he the parents know that he is a scaredy cat. Mm -hmm. And still they give him the money to go to the hardware store to buy more nails. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would he agree to do that? Wouldn't he be like, well, the statistics of falling on my bike with a bag of nails <laughs> that might puncture my liver. Like, you'd yeah. think he'd overthink that. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, you're sending him on his own. Yeah. And you know that he's, like, terrified of everything. It's like, what happens if he gets, like, stuck by a train or, like, something yeah. that spooks him? I don't know. <laughs> Like, he, like, and he has to bike through that creepy ass tunnel. Yeah, like he has to go so far. At that point, when he went through that tunnel, I wrote down like, "How fucking far is this hardware store?" Yeah, they made it seem like it was like three blocks away. Yeah, like I was thinking of it like like from like my old house to the circle where mm -hmm. the hardware store is. Like, if my folks had told me to go to the hardware store, it's like, oh yeah, a little like four block walk. Yeah, you can practically watch me walk all the way there yeah. almost. <laughs> like, yeah, he's fine. 
But in this case, it's literally like, go on, kid, all the way across town <laughs> through a tunnel. Uh, you know, almost get run over by trucks. It's yeah. ridiculous. While there's a storm rolling in. Yeah. Well, that was another thing I, was, I wrote down. I was like, how the fuck did these parents not know that this insane storm was coming mm-hmm. before they sent their child off on this apparently very long errand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, again, if it was a simple walk over to the store, yeah. eh, who cares if it's raining? But it's yeah. like, yeah, he has to go on this giant adventure, mm-hmm. like a hobbit, to go get these nails. <laughs> <laughs> and the storm is rolling in that the parents apparently didn't know about. Mm-hmm. What I love briefly before that, though, is him riding his super safety bike up to where all those other kids are like riding their normal bikes and like mm-hmm. going off that ramp and like doing all this cool shit. I wrote down, I wrote, cooler kids are having fun on their bikes. Rich is rightly mocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I'm sure the movie was trying to make me feel bad for him, but yeah. in my head, I was like, they're right. Yeah. You're being a real wiener, dude. (laughs) You need to cut it out. It's like you don't have to go over the ramp. Nobody's asking you to do that. Mm -hmm. But like maybe take the face shield thing off your bike. Yeah. Like are you expecting to get pelted with tomatoes or something? Uh, Why do you have that on your bike? It's always more visible. I mean, I yeah, <laughs> but know? like it's just it's such where else an absurd is he gonna thing. put his two headlights? <laughs> yeah, it was annoying and, and the, terrible and stupid. And the horn was there a specific like no, tune? No, it just no, it just kept going. Oh, that's right. It was just like a constant beat, mm-hmm. so that nobody could not know he was yeah, there. He knows all of these statistics, but apparently doesn't know the statistics about being under a tree. When a thunderstorm is happening. Did he try to hide under a tree? I don't even remember. He briefly was just like standing under a tree and then it got struck by lightning. <laughs> oh, and, oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, you like, don't know on. that statistic? Yeah, that's ridiculous, come dude. On. And then he runs for shelter uh, into a gigantic library, Largest. which I at first thought it was a museum. Me too. And, and then it was like, oh, yeah, it makes more sense. Page master. It's a library. OK, I get mm-hmm. that now. Uh, and I wrote, runs into evil Christopher Lloyd, because I immediately <laughs> assumed he was evil with oh, that yeah. mustache and, and beard combo. Mm-hmm. Turns mm-hmm. out he's not. Yeah. Like, very quickly, it's revealed that it's like, oh, okay, he's just like the crazy guy. Mm-hmm. He's the wizardy guy who, who works here or whatever, but he's not evil. Yeah. But he really seemed evil at first. <laughs> Did you catch what his uh, name plaque said? It was Dewey, right? Yeah, Mr. Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> library jokes <laughs> i mean it, it's like that and i feel like there's like one oh, there was one other bit where there was like a specific book that was being used for something that they didn't like draw too much attention to mm-hmm. it was like uh that was it for any adults yeah you know what i mean like this movie is so devoid of any attempt to entertain adults yeah (laughs) you know like this is truthfully truthfully a like sit a small dumb child down Mm -hmm. put the movie on hope they appreciate books when it's over but do not expect to be entertained yourself yeah do not expect this to be a hidden gem or something that's aged particularly well like it's not that it like it's not that it's full of like bad jokes yeah it's just that it's like, oh, yeah, this is uh, yeah. <laughs> baby town frolics mm-hmm. <laughs> is pretty much yeah. the gist of this friggin' movie. <laughs> oh, it was Atlas Shrugged. 
Oh. <laughs> Atlas Shrugged was one of the giant books that landed on the cartoon Rich that he like lifted up with his shoulders like Atlas holding the, mm-hmm. the earth and everything. Mm. I was like, oh, there was a joke for an adult, but yeah. still not a good one. But yeah. it was there <laughs> and no kid is going to get that. Nope. So it's like, oh, ah, okay. <laughs> that jumped out at me. But really, there's barely anything else in here that isn't just like, just for the kitties. <laughs> While he's giving his speech to Rich about, like, the types of books that he wants, you know, like, oh, I have a great skill of knowing exactly what people want. Mm-hmm. And you adventure or fantasy or horror and, like, getting all crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Rich is right to be scared of this man. Yes. Like, he's like, oh, sir, oh, I don't want any of those things. Yeah. I'm just here because of the storm. And he's getting all up in his face. He's alone in here. A strange mm-hmm. man. He has every right to be terrified of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't, can't even be, like, 100% sure that this guy is actually a librarian. Yeah, exactly. You have no idea. He might just have a name tag or yeah. something. Like, <laughs> like found that cart of books mm-hmm. and just wheeled it up. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and then, yeah, it was actually at that point that I wrote, it's like, maybe he's not evil because library cards are great. Because he like, makes them fill it out and gives yeah. him a library card so he yeah. can get books. There were many internal Arthur references throughout. <laughs> I never the, watched that show. Just ever, ever, ever. One of the like episodes that like always stuck with me because it was so much fun and it had multiple musical numbers. That was probably <laughs> it. Was the episode with like about library cards. Gotcha. There's a whole song about having fun isn't hard if you've got a library card. <laughs> I mean... It's true. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I. (laughs) So right away, you know, you can tell what the movie is building towards. Like he's Mm -hmm. a little coward and he doesn't understand the adventure of books or whatever. It it Mm -hmm. was really kind of lazy how they like kind of tried to cram the two ideas together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because like the way that he explained it, like when because he. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Rich needs to use the phone and it is approximately 2.7 miles away in this library. <laughs> yes. Like the directions he gives him mm-hmm. to get to the public phones from what I assume is the front door. Yeah. Like you come in the front door, you walk like 30 feet to the front desk. Yeah. And then the directions take you like seven minutes to get to where you're going. Like it's absurd yeah. how huge this library apparently is. Mm-hmm. And so Rich goes off trying to find it. Uh, he looks up at the ceiling in that rotunda mm-hmm. that had, well, I mean, the, the Christopher Lloyd shows him that too, right? Doesn't he? Isn't well, that he, one of the first things he points out? He's like, look at the shit on the ceiling. Well, no, he, I don't know if he, specifically pointed it out and pointed out the ceiling but he part of the directions for getting to the phone was like go down this way to the rotunda mm-hmm, and then right, right, head right. whatever yeah northeast. it was funny too he just did it by directions mm-hmm. and i was like how the fuck is he supposed to know which direction he's going in this mm-hmm. rotunda how does he know what's north and east and all that kind of shit but okay but then but- he gets to the rotunda and then there's a compass on the floor Oh, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Yep. I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at the shit on the ceiling. Yeah. Because it's all like a bunch of paintings from like paint depicting scenes from famous books. Mm-hmm. And you could see them like, oh, there's Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, Moby Dick, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then the ceiling starts dripping like paint. And then like 
all of it drips down as this big, huge, like... Well, you missed a key point. Oh, right. As he he was looking at the ceiling, like, he was dripping wet from the storm. Yeah. And he slipped, very clearly gave himself a concussion, and knocked himself unconscious. That's right. I forgot. I I had the note in here. Cracks his skull, horrible concussion, wakes up hours later. Oof. Yeah. (laughs) That's a bad story for him. Mm -hmm. But yeah, then the ceiling drips paint. There's a paint dragon. It's chasing him through the, the library, <laughs> turns everything into a cartoon. Now we are in the cartoon world of the movie. Yes. Uh, and from this point on until the very end, it's all cartoons from here. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, this kind of felt like in like an episode of a show or like a special. Yeah. Of a of a TV show of like, mm-hmm. you know, the adventures of Rich in Bookland. Yeah. <laughs> and his friends, adventure, horror, fantasy, and yeah. the things they do. And this was just like a big event episode. Yeah. Did not feel like a feature length movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because like it truthfully what it felt like was a movie based off of a video game. You know, where it was like, eh, there's not really that much to it. So you just kind of go from place to place and there's a bad guy and you defeat him and then you go to the next place. Mm-hmm. And there's a bad guy, you defeat him, you go to the next place. Yeah. <laughs> and there's never really moments of like characters sitting down, talking. Yeah. Like when the only real character is Macaulay Culkin. And all the other characters in the movie, like all the other characters that he has to talk to and hang out with are just anthropomorphic books. Yep. Is like, what the fuck are you going to get out of this? Like, there's no way to have a serious sit down conversation with one of these ridiculous (laughs) like things. God, they were weird. They were very like, I don't I don't really know how to put my finger on it, but there's just something about it. Yeah, that's like if it was like a thing that you briefly see in, you know, the middle of like the be our guest sequence in in Beauty and the Beast (laughs) of like the book that dances and it sings a little bit Mm -hmm. and then it goes away forever. Yeah. Wouldn't think about it too much. Yeah. But just like the way they look, the fact that it was like a spine, but the face came out of it, Mm -hmm. especially fantasy. Yes. Whoopi Goldberg's one. It felt like they maybe tried to make Whoopi Goldberg's face into a book. Yeah, yeah. and I, it didn't it, work. No. No. It like was it like awful. adventure. It's like it's Patrick Stewart's voice doing like a pirate guy. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a very cartoony like living book. Yeah. Like and that one was like, uh, okay. Yeah. And horror I wrote seems mentally challenged yeah and i kind of get that he's sort of supposed to be like like frankenstein's monster right Mm -hmm. like that's kind of why he acts all dumb and looks as terrible as he does and why he calls rich master at one point Mm -hmm. but that didn't make sense to me because i was like that sounds more like igor yeah so which are you? <laughs> like, what are Both. you supposed to be, book? All of them. Yeah. All of the stupid, idiotic sidekicks from <laughs> horror books wrapped into one like gross-looking book. Dumb book. Mm-hmm. Like, he was really the only source of anything kind of funny, mm-hmm. and that's just because it was, like, a little bit unpredictable Yeah, what he would wind up doing in a scene. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that was probably the best I can give those fucking book characters. Yes, yeah. with the exception of, uh, at one point, I don't even remember the context, but I did write a note of, did, fart, did fantasy just fart on adventure? 
<laughs> I mean, there are there are a lot of weird things in this, especially towards the end <laughs> uh, with the books. Where it's like, mm. why are we doing these things with the books? Don't yeah. do these things. Why are books with kissing? The books. Yes, that was a God. That was a huge one. Mm-hmm. Um, but sorry. One of the big things, as soon as he turns into a cartoon, he says, I'm a cartoon. And then you are an illustration. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, then. The distinction noted, I yeah. guess. Uh, but then the page master comes out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I thought Macaulay Culkin was the page master. <laughs> I thought that was too. the point of the title. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, this guy's the page master. Okay, does Rich turn into the page master by the end of the story? And he doesn't. No, no. he does not. The nope. page master does not give up his his, his standing. <laughs> he Yeah, he is the page master at the end of the movie. And he is apparently to be feared. Because mm-hmm. I wrote down towards the end, I was like, these books seem frightened of him. The page master comes out and he tells him that he has to face three tests, horror, adventure, and fantasy. So it's like, okay, I guess. Like, you know, you can sort of understand what is coming if you're paying Mm -hmm. any attention at all. Like, okay, he's going to go into a story from a famous adventure book. He's going to go into a story from a famous horror book, a fantasy Mm -hmm. book, and do the thing, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we get it. Yeah. What I thought was strange, and I had kind of mentioned this before, got a little sidetracked from it, but like... I didn't think that they meshed the uh, like Rich's real life problem with the reading of books problem very well. Yeah. Because the way that the page master like described it, I wrote down, I was like, do you really need courage to read books? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's kind of like, I forget exactly how he phrased it. Mm-hmm. But he has something like, to have the courage to open a book and enjoy an adventure. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> That doesn't really read. That's yeah. not how that goes. Like, it's not about you've got courage. It, you've got it backwards. Because, like, isn't it like you read books to, like, learn and maybe gain courage? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, to, or at least to, like, take uh, take some, like, inspiration from the characters to mm-hmm. live your life in a better way or something. But, yeah, but the idea of, like, needing to, like, <sighs> like pump yourself up of courage <laughs> to, like, crack open a book and read it. Like, what? it's not even like he was getting, like bullied or something you know about reading books or something like that honestly would have been a way more interesting story Mm -hmm. imagine that as him as a kid at school buried in his book at you know at during lunch or something and then a bunch of dipshit 90s uh movie bully kids show up (laughs) and call him a nerd and a bookworm and a wiener and whatever the hell all the insults we said about him at the beginning of the podcast (laughs) say that to him and have him like give up on his book you know what i mean mm-hmm. just be like oh i guess i won't because it's whatever not cool. yeah exactly yeah. and then have him learn to like get you know the courage to do what you like yeah but not like it's in the case it seems like it's like do you read books and the kid's like no and the page master's like because you're a pussy get tougher yeah. <laughs> like that's what that doesn't no. really track i don't yeah, I don't understand the train of thought there. <laughs> so he, oh yeah, and then the last line as he's fading away, the page master says, when in doubt, look to the books, <laughs> which was like, okay, that's obviously going to come in handy for him at some point. Mm-hmm. And like the way that it came in handy was so like actually neat yeah. that it pissed me off that they didn't use it the whole movie until the very end. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you're yeah. you're in a story, yeah. okay, 
But if you grab one of these random ass books on the wall, apparently you can just fucking open it and shit from the book flies out. Yeah. Like that's totally dope. Yeah. And so the idea of being able to use that all the time, like you'd think he could use his book friends. Like mm. that's what I thought that meant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like look the, to the books. Like which ones? Like, I don't know, maybe the living ones? Yeah. The that ones are your that are, friends that yeah. are talking to you? And trying to help you? <laughs> yeah. Like, so you'd think that he could grab adventure and like pull them open and then like pull out like a sword or yeah. something, you know, like do something cool with that and include these characters in ways that's more than just like, huh, get it? It's a book and he has a sword mm-hmm. and he wants to sword fight everybody, but he's a book, so nobody cares. You know, yeah. it's like it, like they can't really do anything other than fantasy because she has a fucking magic wand. Mm-hmm. But it only works when she's in fantasy. Yeah, apparently. But it's so it's just like, okay, well, why can't you just do some of the magic that is apparently just in this world? Yeah. Of, you know, the, he fucking <laughs> opens the hounds of the Baskerville and the fucking hound comes out and chases him and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, get that in your head to like use that to your advantage. And it isn't until he's in the dragon. Yeah. That he's like, oh, Jack and the Beanstalk. And the Beanstalk comes out and surely kills that dragon. Absolutely. A Beanstalk growing up out through your throat and mouth. Yeah. It kills you. I mean. <laughs> if it's in your stomach and it's just like. I mean, I guess it depends on if the Beanstalk stops growing once he like chomps it. Well, I just, I mean, I meant he should have died from it. Oh, absolutely. Because, like, when it cuts back and then he's alive and he chomps it and, you know, oh, God, what's going to happen? Yeah. I was like, he should already be dead, though, Mm -hmm. with how fast it sprang from him. Yeah. With no warning. (laughs) Like, he would be dead. He would be 100% dead. Mm -hmm. But, like, that neat concept. Yeah. Barely used. And I was like, he even, like, faded away as he told him about it. Like, look to the books. Like, come on. Oh, it's ridiculous. I feel like fantasy (laughs) used that, like, once or twice. Or, no, she had had one of the other books flip to a page in her, which was weird. (laughs) Yeah, like, what does that mean? Yeah. What does it imply? (laughs) What are they looking at? Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) Also, okay, so one of the first things that happens to the adventure book is it's like pants falling down. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Where it's like he he, he literally has a quick line that sounded like it was added later. (laughs) That was just a real quick like, oh, my pants. Or something like, you remember that? It was like, oh, I'm naked. Or like, it was something yeah. really strange, just really quick before it cut to the next scene. Yeah. Where it was like, his pants fell down. Like, what the, why is a book wearing pants? Why does it have legs? What is what? going on here? Yeah. And then the very next scene, when fantasy gets introduced, she starts talking about her pantyhose. And I was just like, why are these books obsessed with their pants? And why do they have <laughs> pants? Like, why don't they just have like legs? I don't know. It's yeah, just, it's so strange. So, so strange to me. Uh, and then there's the their little spat, but those two books mm-hmm. uh, against each other, which didn't make any sense to me. I was like, why can't he check both of you out? Yeah. They're like fighting over Rich because like he could get us out of here. He could check us out. Yeah. And it's like just both of you go. I don't understand <laughs> why yeah. you think he can only take one of you. But in their little fight, he says, I'm a classic. And she says, a classic misprint. I just wrote, book jokes. <laughs> is this what we're going to be subjected to for the rest yeah. of this movie? Is a whole lot of book jokes. And there kind of is. Lots of talk about like spines mm-hmm. and stuff Way like that. Way too much. Way too much. Which is like, is that 
your connection to courage and books yes. is, is fine. It's literally just a pun yeah. is the real connection between Ugh. the two stories. Gross. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, as with so many things, it's like the exit is a literal exit sign up in the sky mm-hmm. <laughs> that they can see to try to get to yeah it's not even a case of like we have to go in this direction and find our way and Mm -hmm. ask some of these other characters in this world about it it's like no we don't need to involve anybody else in Mm -hmm. this movie Mm -hmm. we don't have to animate anyone else in this movie (laughs) just animated (laughs) him in the books (laughs) well it's just like just him in the books and they go yeah. There's no extraneous characters at all. They don't meet people. There's no world building. There's no like, what kind of universe are they in? It's like, it's a crazy weird book dream Yep. with nothing and everything at once and shut up. <laughs> and there's pirates later, so yeah. deal with and it. And maybe a dragon. Yeah, possibly. You'll deal with it. <laughs> That's when horror shows up. Mm-hmm. When they get to like the horror house that they have to pass through. And that's their first test. Yes. Uh, and it's just... It's just Dr. Jekyll is there, mm-hmm. and he turns into Mr. Hyde. I wrote mm-hmm. it down as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Spock because it's fucking <laughs> Leonard Nimoy, and, like, I can't not hear him. You yeah. know, like, as great as his voice is, it's sort of in that same vein of, like, George Takei, yeah. where it's like, your voice is great, and I would love to hear it in things. It's just that it'll never not be exactly you. Yeah. I will never be able to, like, hear a character, like, oh, he's playing Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. Like, yeah, but he's Mr. Spock, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whereas for me, that's when another uh, Arthur reference kicked in. Oh. Because there's another song about how he was Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde, Hyde, Jekyll. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. I, I wrote that all out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, there was one really quick gag that was like very 90s Nickelodeon, like Nicktoons moment. Uh, the when they're yes, when they're walking <laughs> past that one beaker, and it like changes what everybody looks like as they walk past it. But mm-hmm. when horror, who's like all ugly and dumb looking, goes past it, his reflection is of like a super handsome like prince face. Yeah, and he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> and it felt so like Ren and Stimpy to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, it was so silly, and I was like, oh. Ooh, is there going to be some more of this? Nah, not really. Not so That's kind of the only bit yeah. like that. But I was like, that was actually good. Oh, mm-hmm. keep going, please. Mm-hmm. And they kind of just didn't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so essentially the, the test is that Rich has to fight Hyde. <laughs> yeah. Has to fight Mr. Hyde as he like attacks them. And uh, <laughs> who was it? Was it horror or adventure that landed on the chandelier? I think was it, it was Avenge- horror. horror? I don't, yeah, I don't remember it all, but I was just like, how much does that book weigh? Yeah. That it lands on the chandelier and the chandelier breaks off from the ceiling and crashes <laughs> into the floor. Like, there's no way. If it's already that weak. Mm-hmm. My it's God. just falling. Like, yeah. there's no stopping it. That, that, that's a huge <laughs> chandelier. Oh, man. And, uh, and then that essentially is like dragging... Mm-hmm. Uh, hide down into this hole from uh, oh that's right because they give adventure 
right? He get, um, Dr. Jekyll gives adventure like a mm-hmm. vial of the. Oh, he gives him a drink. He asks oh, yeah. who wants a drink. Yeah, yeah. And he and... gives him like a martini glass, but it's like green. Yeah. And he's about to drink it, but it gets knocked out of his hands and it like eats a hole in the floor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, he was going to assassinate him. Yeah. And then when Dr. Jekyll drank it and turned it into Hyde, it was like, oh, or would he have turned it into a monster? <laughs> you yeah. know, like, was he trying to get a monster friend? Or was yeah. he trying to kill him? <laughs> Did he not know? I don't know. But then, yeah, the, the chandelier takes Mr. Hyde through the floor. They've mm-hmm. beaten the first one. The level is over. Moving on. Yep. <laughs> like, doesn't really do much. Nope. It's literally just a case of like, oh, that Mr. Hyde guy is scary. Mm-hmm. But my book friend's in trouble. So, courage. And he goes and <laughs> I mean, he didn't them. even really have that much courage because... He didn't, didn't, who, what, didn't Adventure save horror like, from the, or, like, chain dragging him down? Yeah, somebody used, uh, didn't they use, like, a acetylene torch or something? Wasn't it, like, something like they, that, like, yeah. cut the chain oh, or no, something? Oh, no, maybe it was, it was Fantasy's wand. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I think that mm-hmm. was it, yeah. But, so, yeah, so Rich didn't even have to do anything. Yeah. Level's over, moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they go to the next one. The next one is the Land of Adventure, mm-hmm. which is an endless ocean, yep. which I was just like, that sucks. <laughs> like, what kind of land of adventure? Like, just the 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 uh, <laughs> oxymoron or contradiction <laughs> of the land of adventure being an ocean. Yeah. He happened to team up with the pirate adventure book. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he didn't team up with the... I don't even know. Dinosaur adventure book? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I, I did sort of like Adventure's line of, the, I wrote the book on sailing. In fact, I am the book on sailing. Like, I thought that was a, a decent joke. Yeah. Patrick uh, Stewart is way too good for this movie. He was good, but literally the whole time all I could think was like, oh, it should be Clancy Brown doing his Mr. Krabs voice. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it really should have been, man. Ah, uh, totally. that would have been great. Oh, my God. Uh, so they get out on the ocean because there's just a boat sitting there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're like, is this a boat? Yeah, let's take it. And they just yeah. go. Like, okay, things are just places. You don't have to do anything to get them. Gotcha. It's one of those movies. Yep. <laughs> it's just there and you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then whalers show up, which mm-hmm. I thought was great. Uh, <laughs> and then I wrote, I was like, oh, God, does Rich have to fight Moby Dick? <laughs> I was like, this is going to get intense real fast if oh, this yeah. kid has to fight a whale. Yeah. He sort of does. A little bit. Uh, and then it eventually just kind of goes away. Yeah. I don't even remember exactly what happens because it like chases him. Uh, the I, I wrote the books drowned because he winds up on like a piece of wreckage and then mm-hmm. Adventure shows up and he's like, where's horror and fantasy? And Adventure's like, and he just does the thing that they do in movies where you like take off whatever hat you're wearing and hold it in front of you and don't answer until they realize you mean they're dead. Yeah. And I was just like, how did they drown? Weird. I, like they're books. I get them I mean, getting like waterlogged, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand their biology or anything. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then comes the saddest line in the movie. You guys are the only friends I ever had. Mm-hmm. says the boy to the imagination books yep <laughs> like obviously he has plenty of issues but it's like maybe you should be looking into these things his parents yeah seriously like he's never had friends yeah like not even you one ha- yeah like, like you haven't done anything about this like yeah, not like- even like uh we'll just force him to be friends with the kid down the street like but like 
something? Yeah, like encourage him to do something? Yeah, like anything at all. And uh, it, but they're still supposed to like seem like loving parents by yeah. the end of it, which they are not. There are notes at the end where no. it's like these yeah. guys are monsters. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but moving on, I uh, my next note was oh no, <clears throat> this looks kind of racist when those pirates showed up yeah. and they were like, "Could we be on pirates, man?" And they were totally white dude voices on totally black guy pirates, mm-hmm. and they did not look very culturally sensitive either no <laughs> um <clears throat> thankfully it wasn't that bad yeah you I've, know it, it could have been worse. yeah it could have been way worse yeah so i was at least grateful for that yeah. still not great no not great at all <laughs> uh but the pirates take him bring him onto the boat He's captured by Long John Silver and his crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote, Cabin Boy, these pirates are going to rape him. Yep. And, and then there was the line from one of the pirates I thought was great, which was, let's kill him and eat his parrot. About <laughs> uh, Long John, I think. Because he like because like they go through these chunks of these books, but it's so abridged. Yeah. Like that's what really made it feel like an episode of a show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, if you had the time of a movie, you'd spend some time in Jekyll Land in yeah. his house, and you'd spend some time with the pirates, and you'd mm-hmm. spend some time with the dragon and that kind of shit. But in this case, it's literally, it feels like they're trying to finish it before a commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so strange, but it's like immediately, it's like they're with the pirates, and then they go on land with the pirates, and then the treasure isn't there, so the pirates are mad and they mutiny against Long John, and that's where that line comes in. Let's mm-hmm. kill him and eat his parrot. He's rescued by the books because then horror and fantasy come in and help them take out all the pirates. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of animated nonsense fighting, yes. you know, with the whole like, oh, and then you, you tie two people's hands together and they smack each other and all that kind of nonsense. No, that, what pissed me <laughs> off about that was that it was they tied two hats Oh, yeah, together. right. And somehow, somehow the hats stayed tied together. And on these guys' heads, as they ran past a tree, yeah, and then ran into each other. Yeah, that made no sense. Like the hats would just come off. What are you yeah. talking about? Any child would understand these physics. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I did write that adventure is a dick. Yeah, he is. The way that he talked to horror. Basically, just telling him that he's an idiot. Yeah, which like <laughs> he ruins everything. He is, but you don't <laughs> tell that to his face. Yeah, really. He's like, if he was malicious and an idiot, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But he's clearly so well-meaning. He's just very dumb. Yeah, it's like don't be a jerk to that person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then what they, I thought was silly is like that they all get uh, they're all bummed out because he lost his library card, mm-hmm. and it was like, wait, what? Like, I know that when he was on the boat, Long John Silver was like, oh, you won't need no library card where you're going and like flips it over his shoulder or something. Mm-hmm. But for one, I don't think several of those books knew that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yet they all just sort of stop doing what they're doing at that moment in the movie. Once the pirates are finished, mm-hmm. they all just kind of sit around like, oh, well. And it was just like, keep going. Yeah. We're fucking ki- like, there's nothing in this story that says that you need a library card to get to the exit and go back to the real world. Yeah. So just go. <laughs> and then, of course, Adventure finds it in the very next scene and just mm-hmm. like brings it back. Like, we have it. We can finish our adventure. 
Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> he could have finished it anyway because this there's it's not shown to be important at any other point in this movie yeah. that he needs this fucking card. If he gets to the front counter in the real world. And he's like, oh, I don't have my card anymore. I bet you he'll make him another one. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's like, a hey, that's a $40 fine for losing your card. <laughs> like, you can get another one. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> the next is uh, going to Fantasy World. Yeah. First, there's a song break. Mm-hmm. Because, so like, of course. Yeah, I was like, this is dumb. This song is terrible. <laughs> Dancing electric fairies killed Humpty Dumpty because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like trying to climb up onto the wall and then the fairies fly past him and spook him and knock <laughs> him over. I was like, oh, well, that's a bummer. Yep. Okay, I guess he's dead. Uh, and then they stumble upon the dragon that looked so much like Mr. Burns. <laughs> that lo- like legit if you go back and you look at it because he has these spots yeah and the spots look like mr burns yeah, yeah. liver marks and it's just like oh my god it's mr burns the dragon this is yeah. so funny you skipped over how they got to the dragon because the, I mean, the just, fairies were stone. dicks were they i don't even remember the I fairies just... were dicks and stole his glasses and oh, then he was right. he was chasing them with their glasses and then they put it down inside the dragon's mouth that's right. That's right. Okay. Was the dragon? Or no, 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 no. was it in his mouth or on his head? I don't. I don't remember. know. It didn't make sense to me. Like, was that dragon made of stone and turned into a real dragon, or was it a real dragon covered in like dirt and stuff that he shook off? I think he shook it off because it looked like adventure was inside of his mouth, mm-hmm. and then chopped a like stalactite off the ceiling. Yeah. And it was like, what was that? Was that some, like, fleshy part of the dragon? I, because it looked like stone. Yeah. So it's like, was it actually stone and then magically turned into a dragon? I don't care. I mean, it doesn't, maybe. It doesn't change it to me. It's not yeah. like this would be, <laughs> this is the balance if it's good or bad. Uh, and then, so, yeah, th- you're right, though. This is the moment where fantasy, like, uses some of the books because she, like, opens it. Oh, and the magic yeah. carpet mm-hmm. comes out. That very distinctly does not look like the magic carpet from Aladdin. <laughs> it is not the magic carpet from yeah, Aladdin. Yeah, like it is because oh, it's yeah. from the Arabian Nights book, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. not from the major motion picture Aladdin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was funny. And then uh, the dragon eats her wand, which is obviously like, oh no, a big mm-hmm. problem there. And Rich makes it all the way up to the top. Mm-hmm. except he doesn't because there's still like another huge thing but he says like we made it mm-hmm. even though he totally didn't yeah and i wrote down i was like we made it but the books are in trouble but who cares yeah <laughs> like just exit this is all a dream so just exit like they're yeah. <laughs> i don't care if your book <laughs> friends are in trouble but of course he's gonna go back he's gonna try to do it yeah this is the moment where I wrote what you mentioned earlier. I wrote, why are these books kissing Jesus Christ? Yeah. Like, I don't want to see these books making out. And then the next line was, how'd you like to curl up with a good book? And I wrote, good Lord. Yeah. Like, I do not need to think about how these books fuck. Ugh. Movie, don't do that. Mm. This is just strange. They just interweave their pages. Yeah, exactly. It's gross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he takes, uh, Rich takes the Dead Knight's gear, which I wrote, bad luck? Question yeah. mark? Like, I don't know if you're supposed Maybe. to do that. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets swallowed by the dragon. Mm-hmm. I wrote swallowed by the dragon, so maybe it's yeah. bad luck. Yeah. 
and <laughs> and then while he's in the dragon's belly, he hears the like echoed repeating of what the page <laughs> master in had the said. Bubble, coming from the bubbling of the dragon's stomach acid. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> look to the books. Look to the books. So he looks to the books that are also all in this dragon's stomach, because apparently this dragon eats books. Yeah, and he eats he, everything, I guess. <laughs> like we said, he uses the beanstalk to grow out of the dragon. I wrote, surely killing it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But they still somehow make it all the way up to the top, right where the exit is. They have made it. Yeah. And the page master comes out to like congratulate all of them. Yeah. And Rich unloads on him. Yeah, he does. Probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. I'm just like, what is it? What are you doing? I almost got eaten by a dragon. I almost did this. Like, yeah. take it hostage, my pirates. <laughs> like, he goes on this whole big rant. And then, of course, you know, the page master's like, oh, but if I had just put you right here, you never would have learned the courage to do all of this, to blah, save blah, blah. your friends. Yeah, and it was like, obviously, yes, that is where it was going. And <laughs> so I wrote the books Fear the Page Master, which yeah. just like... Because they were just like kneeling sh- there and yeah. then like questioning why, like he's yeah, the page master. Like, don't yell! Shut up! <laughs> like it's it's it implies a very strange world. Yeah, uh, maybe it's like a king and his subjects sort of thing. Yeah, maybe, but it seems more like dictatorship. Sort of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I love how they show like quick flashbacks to. Uh, Dr. Jekyll giving like a quick piece of advice to Rich about something, mm-hmm. you know, like something like don't fear, blah, 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 whatever. And yeah. then the fucking pirate being like, oh, yeah, you did some pirate stuff. Yeah. It was a really dumb line like that. And I was just like, what? That's ridiculous. You- you had pirate stuff, me lad. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> that sounds like he got raped. You've had pirate stuff. Yeah. Ugh. You uh, had pirate stuff. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite one was the fact that it then turns into the dragon that just goes, <gasps> and then fades away. Like, was that the dragon's advice? Like, nobody subtitled it, so I don't know what he said. But, I mean, at least he showed up. That's good for him. I thought that was absolutely hysterical. That's one of my favorite things. It would be like if, if like, uh, if in, like, one of the new Star Wars movies, one of the characters had, like, people, you know, the floating heads of, like, use the force, do this thing, and then, like, (laughs) like, I understood what he meant, so that's what matters. (laughs) Just, like, making the noise. Uh, And I wrote, finally, live-action Rich awakens from his coma. (laughs) And I wrote, wasn't he wearing a raincoat? Yeah. He wakes up without one. Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> it's so strange. I was like, wait a minute. He was wearing the coat when he fell and hit his head. Wait, Like yeah. maybe he took it off, but in that little dream sequence before the paint flood gets him. But he was laying on that floor wearing a coat. Yeah, he was. So I was like, where'd the fucking coat go? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Did he undress him? That is so strange. Uh, and then he gets like the terrible news that he can only check out two books. Yeah, like, like what? he has the three books that just say like horror and adventure on them. Like mm-hmm. really, it wouldn't just be called that, but okay. Uh, but it was like really, what a rip of a fucking <laughs> library <laughs> that you can only get two books. Yeah, like I don't like, think I've ever seen a library that wasn't like a tiny little school library mm-hmm. that wouldn't let you fucking get. At yeah. least like three bucks. Like, come on, that's yeah. you're being absurd, library man. Seriously. And then he's like, oh, I, but I know what you need, so just this once. And it's like, you run this place. Yeah. 
Like, don't act like, I could get in trouble. Yeah. It's like, nobody's going to question you. Yeah. Like, just give him the book, you lunatic. <laughs> uh, and so he's riding home. He jumps the pipe. I wrote, now he's a normal kid. <laughs> like, good for him. I wrote, is that what this was all about? Jumping a ramp. He just needed the courage to jump that ramp. <laughs> um, and then comes quite possibly the most negligent line from a parent in any of the movies that we've watched because it's nighttime mm-hmm. Ed Begley Jr. and I, f- I forget who played his wife I don't think I actually knew who she was Mel Harris she's not really in much that I that I can recall but I'm not going to go through it all the way but the two of them pull up in their car it's nighttime mm-hmm. and the line we hear from the mom is maybe we should call the police yeah your child has been gone all day into the evening mm-hmm. and you haven't called the police yet yeah you are horrible parents the awful. worst absolutely awful. so terrible and i think the worst part is that like they clearly don't understand that yeah because <laughs> they, they still they, think that everything's cool by yeah. the end yeah they think that like, they're awesome oh, yeah it's like hey he's up in the treehouse he's never up in the treehouse and he's got these books and let's just let him sleep up here in the treehouse mm-hmm. and then his mom takes his glasses yeah. did you notice that where yeah. she like took the glasses off of him and then she said something like we better get him inside Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, that's why she's taking his glasses because they're going to do whatever. Yeah. And then the dad's like, oh, why don't we let him sleep up here? And she's like, okay. And then they both leave the treehouse. Yeah. She did not put his glasses back. No. So I was like, great. So now this small child is going to wake up, not be able to see, fall out of his treehouse and be terrified of it again. Yep. Way to go, idiots. Good you are the worst. Job. Terrible parents. Yeah. Holy oh Christ. God. And like, you don't want to wake up, wake him up and be like, like, I get it. Like, let the, let a kid sleep. Mm-hmm. This kid has been fucking gone all day. Yeah, you don't want to ask him any questions about that. Like, yeah, make sure he's okay. Yeah, like he looks okay, but he's also hiding in the treehouse with Mm. books that he's he never had before. (laughs) Yeah, like maybe something happened to him. Yeah, I don't know. Pirate rape. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so they leave, and then the little light turns on, and we get that silhouette Mm -hmm. of the books Mm -hmm. coming to life in the real world. Yep. Like horror show. And then I wrote, I was like, are these books going to escape? Because like the way that they yeah. were talking made it seem like they were going to go off an adventure and be like, well, sorry, laddie, yeah. <laughs> but we're going to escape and stick you with the late fees for never returning us because we are going on a real world adventure now. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that yeah. was implying. And then the very last thing of, you know, what would make this a happy ending, a kiss. I wrote, that's not what makes it a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just like, why? Why, why? end it on the note of these books getting busy? Yeah. Like, stop. <laughs> Nobody asked for this. Nobody wanted <laughs> these books to get busy, especially yeah. with that horrible, creepy face mm-hmm. on that fantasy one. <laughs> yeah. It was just, oh, just terrible to look at. Awful. Oh, man. And, like, I feel maybe a tiny bit bad just because I know that, like, a lot of people seem to remember this movie from childhood, (laughs) you know? And it's like, so I mean, yeah, like, you can enjoy it all you want. Just know. (laughs) Just know it's not a very good movie. (laughs) And like I said, though, unfortunately, for a bad movie, great message. Yeah. Need more messages like that. Yeah. (laughs) Of just, like, go read, please, children out there like i never really understood it that much as a kid 
simply because like I did read stuff, mm-hmm. but I never really understood like what's with the obsession of making kids read. And then now <laughs> as an adult, it's like, oh, it's because a lot of people don't and they're very dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just like the the types of people who are like, oh, man, I haven't read a book in like a decade. And it's like, <laughs> really? Because that's not good. <laughs> that's not a thing to brag about. Like, that'd be like, I haven't had a vegetable in 15 years. Like, what is wrong with you? I'm sure you look really cool to the nine-year-old kid down the block. But in terms of, like, the real world, you should be doing these things. Oof. But I am excited to see where the rest of this month takes us. Because we have picked out a few other movies and, like trying to get movies that neither of us have seen like there's mm-hmm. a lot of kids movies out there yeah that we could do that we have definitely at least one of us seen before mm-hmm. but there's also so so many that i have absolutely never even heard of let alone seen yeah so it should be fun moving along and mm-hmm. i think hopefully there's gonna be more <laughs> of uh live action stuff to discuss because yes. <laughs> uh, that was absolutely a hysterical twist of like whoops Yes, I guess we're, uh, all right, well, part of it's live action at least. It's a swirl. (laughs) But uh, I think that is going to wrap it up for Popcorn for Dinner for this week. Uh, This is Jeff. And Kelly. Look to the moon.